Hey there, firm leaders. I'm Ryan Lozanis, and you're listening to the Future Firm Accounting Podcast, the place where you'll get one actionable lesson each episode to help modernize your firm and to keep you on the cutting edge. Hope you're staying safe out there. And although the coronavirus has firmly taken hold of our lives right now, strangely, I've been seeing an uptick of questions around value pricing accounting services. So I decided to devote this episode to discussing how I value price accounting services in four easy steps. To start, value pricing is basing your price on the value that you're providing to your client rather than basing it on the time that you spend. As a very simple example, if I execute a tax plan that saves my client a million dollars and it only took me one hour, what is that service worth? Is it worth one hour of your time at your billable rate or is it worth a lot more than that? I'd argue the latter. So you need to pick a price that makes sense for your client based on the value that you're delivering. This is the premise of value pricing. Now, Many accountants have trouble with this concept because price is not a function of some kind of formula. It is not something that you can actually calculate because it is really based on what your client is willing to pay for that value, which is impossible to get 100% right because you just can't get inside your client's head. You don't know what they're thinking. Value and therefore price is subjective and is different from person to person. So, How do you arrive at a price? Well, I'm gonna give you a few steps here. The first and arguably the most important thing I do is hold a value conversation with my client. Over and above an assessment of their situation, I want to understand their pain points and their challenges. Most accountants I know, they just talk about a client's situation by asking questions like this. What does your business do? How many bank transactions do you have each month? What is your fiscal year end? What was the last tax filing you produced? And so on. Now, these questions are important, but they have nothing to do with uncovering value. Value is only uncovered once you start getting into questions that dig into a client's pain points and challenges. Here, you're asking questions about how a client feels about certain things. You're trying to get inside their head. You're trying to understand how they value certain things. Examples of these kind of questions could be, How would it make you feel if you were to be audited? How does it make you feel about spending time on your bookkeeping instead of running your business? What is the reason why we're speaking now? And I really like the last one because it helps uncover the true reason why they're getting in touch with you, which is usually due to some kind of pain point. The more pain that you can uncover, the higher the likelihood that a prospective client will place a higher value on your services therefore allowing you to charge a higher price. For these kinds of value questions, I always recommend checking out Ron Baker's book on implementing value pricing. There's a bunch of good value questions in there, but I could also recommend the book called Spin Selling, which provides insights into other kinds of questions you could be asking in these sales meetings. After this step, you should know exactly what you need to do for this client, but you should also have an idea of where this prospective client is placing value and whether they're placing a high value in what you do or a low value in what you can offer. So my next step to value pricing accounting services is to build three different service options, kind of like a gold, silver, and bronze plan type thing. I'm not gonna get into the mechanics of creating service options here, 
but you'd want to bundle all services, support, and technology required to deliver your offering based on what you've uncovered in step one above. When you are laying out your options, you need to be playing things out in your head for how you'll actually deliver the service as well. This is gonna be important for when you ultimately scope out and define the service in your engagement letter, which we're not gonna be going over today. But as an example, if you include bookkeeping in some of your options, then you need to know exactly how you'll be delivering the bookkeeping work. Usually this entails not only understanding transaction volume, but their business model, their different revenue streams, how they create sales invoices, etc. The point here, which you'll see in a future step, is that you want to know how long you think it's gonna to take to complete this work. By the end of step two, you should have laid out a gold, silver, and bronze service option that you'll later be presenting to your prospective client. My third step to value pricing accounting services is to then attach a price to each of these created plans. Here, I am 100% laser focused on the client. I'm not thinking about my firm. I'm not thinking about profit margin. I'm not thinking about any of that. I am solely thinking about what is a price that makes sense for this client based on what they've told me and based on their situation. And this is really strictly coming from the value conversation. What do I think they'll pay for the gold option? What do I think they'll pay for the silver option? And what do I think they'll pay for the bronze option? There is no 100% right answer. You have to just plunk down a price based on what you think makes sense for the client based on the value you're delivering and based solely off of your value conversation. Use your gut and plunk a number into each of those plans. Next, and you won't see this any books and you might see some of the value pricing gurus shake their head at me on this one, but I think an important step in value pricing accounting services is to perform a sanity check on this price to ensure that it actually makes sense from a profitability standpoint for your firm. In the last step, we came up with a price without any formula whatsoever, which is really the only way to truly value price. But after that, I recommend a quick and dirty calculation to cost out your direct cost to deliver these services. As I mentioned earlier, your initial value conversation should allow you to understand exactly what needs to get done. And if you've done this properly, you should be able to forecast the cost required to deliver that service. Apply your desired minimum margin to that afterwards and then compare that to the price that you've come up with in the previous step. You might see that your margins in the previous step are actually higher than your minimum that you've just calculated, which is good and it means that you're already seeing the benefits of value pricing. If your margins are coming in below what you think your client would pay, then you need to modify the service offer. This exercise is important because we are first thinking of the client and the price we think they'd value, and then looking at ourselves last to see if it makes sense for our firm, not the other way around, which is what most firms do. So there you have it, value pricing accounting services in four easy steps, at least this is how I do it. Others may have differences of opinion here and that's perfectly fine. I also think that there are many important steps that follow once you've arrived at a price, such as presenting the options to your client, drafting up a service offer with defined scope, and many other things that you can do. But today I just wanted to show you how to arrive at a value price. 
So that's it for today, folks. As a reminder, if you have questions about building and scaling your modern firm, readers of my newsletter will be able to get access to my personal email where you can ask me questions that will be answered on my podcast. So head on over to www.futurefirm.co slash podcast to sign up. Until next time, thanks a lot for listening.